I can't think clearly, I get exhausted, I feel like everyone's normal and they can cope with life and I can't. Hello, I'm Richard Fox. Welcome to Messages of Hope. Anxiety covers a lot of fearful conditions like phobias and obsessive compulsive disorders. Now, a certain amount of nervous energy and fear is actually healthy and quite normal. But when these feelings take over and rule our life, we may be suffering chronic anxiety. Anxiety can be even more difficult to deal with when we believe in God, because we get even more anxious about not trusting God enough. My guests today are Jenny and Steve, who have both suffered from anxiety, and Julie, who is a psychologist. Jenny, you've suffered from generalised anxiety since childhood. Could you start by describing your experience? Well, I have anxiety all the time, but usually it's at a lower level. But then maybe once or twice a year, it will go to an absolute extreme level. So I might get a few days to a week where I can't think clearly I get exhausted. I feel like everything's foreign around me. I feel like everyone's normal and they can cope with life and I can't. Physically, I I find it really hard to eat. I've had it where it was so extreme before I had to go on a drip because I couldn't eat at all. Sleeping's really hard as well. I have, well, I have to wait until I'm so exhausted by it that I just drop off to sleep. Otherwise, I can't stop my mind, so I can't sleep. It feels like every minute is an eternity. So I just think, how can I possibly keep going and how can I possibly work or talk to people or anything? I can't see an end to it. So I I usually just have to go, just get through the next minute, just get through the next minute, just get through the next minute and keep talking myself into functioning. And what about you, Steve? I would go to work and have this irrational fear of people and having to actually interact with them. And it got to the point where I was just shaking and I had to get out. I just had to get out of the workplace and and get away. And my heart was racing, palms sweaty, eyes darting. I felt like the world was closing in. It's intensely frightening, horrifying. And at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, how pathetic. And this is ridiculous. It sounds awful. Now, there are many things that can trigger anxiety. Jenny, what's the trigger for you? It's very much how I'm perceived by other people and performance at at work, I guess, and socially as well. Yeah, very much about what other people think. So that's, I guess, why it gets worse and worse and worse because, you know, as you're feeling anxious, you know you can't be normal and natural and perform to your best and all that thing. So then you get anxious about what that's going to mean. People won't like you. Are you going to get in trouble at work or whatever and can't do my work properly? And It can steamroll very, very quickly. Like one time when I was overseas, within a minute, I went from absolutely no anxiety to full-on high-level anxiety. So it can it can go very fast that way. It usually doesn't go very fast back the other way. So what do you do to cope with it? I do work hard to cover it up. Like if I act as if I'm confident, if I act as if everything's fine, then it might help it to just go away a bit. I, I usually have to talk about it with someone. I usually have to get stuff out if I'm really worried about it. And in the process of getting it out, I find it becomes less. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but it does. And then things other people say will sometimes help me see it in a different light. And I think just then with time, then it diminishes. Steve, your anxiety eventually led to agoraphobia, where it became difficult to even leave the house. 
and that was on top of chronic pain, which he continued to suffer from. I was lucky enough to already be seeing a counsellor and my GP, who also has some uh, psychology training, they kept me alive. Their words were words of validation that this is legitimate. The experience that you're having is a condition. It's not a weakness. Um, You're not pathetic and you're not the lesser of a human being for having this. It just is. Just that sense of validation was enough to get me on a, a road to recovery, I think. So what were some of the things involved in that recovery? Um, Drugs, (laughs) they're good. But um, what they um, made me aware of too is because of my medical condition, my body's already under stress. It's constantly living in a state of stress. And therefore everything is that much harder and that much more draining. And so I guess I understand that better now. One of the things that they did was set me on a path of graded exposure. And that means that uh, if if your fear is perhaps, uh, maybe you've got a fear of snakes. And if I wanted to overcome that fear, I would gradually introduce that idea. First of all, that that this is not something um, necessarily dangerous and would get to the point of to me being able to look at a picture of one without having an attack and then come to a point perhaps of being in the same building as one and being able to just gently overcome that next step up of fear to to get to a point over time of perhaps being able to actually be in the same room or to be even be able to touch one. So it was a similar regime that both my GP and psychologist worked me through. So when you feel anxiety coming, what do you do about it now? The first thing I do is breathe and just control my breathing and, um, uh, and use some other techniques to control the way my, body, my body's natural instinct of fear. One is I have a, a place that I go to um, a place from my childhood where I feel safe. So it's like a mental image of that place and of the memories and feelings and um, safety and security that I feel at that place that I can go to in the count of 10 or less even. And really just to get my mind away from the fear. You're listening to Messages of Hope, and today I've been talking to Jenny and Steve about their experience of anxiety. Also with me today is Julie, a psychologist. Julie, we've heard about some of the symptoms of anxiety and ways people can cope. How can friends and family support someone suffering anxiety? What are some of the do's and don'ts? Well, Richard, I think there's a lot of things we can do. I would certainly say um, listen to the person if they are going to share with you. A lot of people with anxiety, of course, keep it as a hidden thing. They suffer in silence. If they do dare to mention it to you and you're a friend or a relative, it's important to affirm them to listen, first of all, and, of course, encourage them, uh, if you're not able to help them, to perhaps take it up at least with their GP. That's the frontline health professional, and the GP will either help or 
refer on, often to a psychologist or to a counsellor. And another thing is I try to act quite normally around them. Just go about your daily life, compliment them, hug them, hold them, give them hope if you can. It is important uh, not to tell them to snap out of it. And um, even worse, um, that they are anxious because they're only thinking about themselves. That's not going to help the anxiety. Another problem some people have is feeling guilty about not trusting God enough or feeling like we have a weak faith. What would you say to people in this situation? I think it's very sad if we put that to people who love the Lord, may have walked with the Lord a short time or even many, many years. All I'd say is we're in very good company. You will read of fear uh, throughout the scriptures or uh, anxiety, we we call it today, perhaps more so. As a little girl growing up, I think I heard 366 times, fear not, one for every day of the year, including leap year. And indeed, it seems to me that such an emphasis on fear not must mean the human condition is so prone to fear. Uh, and, And I'll put my hand up to feeling nervous or anxious, even having suffered anxiety myself for a period of 15 months at one stage of my life, waking with that churning stomach, feeling slightly better towards the evening. But I think, as Jenny said, a minute can seem like a lifetime. Getting through a day and managing a day can be exhausting and hard work if you suffer anxiety. And it had nothing to do with me getting away from the Lord. Personally, I was actually leading the women's Bible studies at my church, writing the studies and delivering them and having a team under me every Wednesday morning at my church. So there was it wasn't that I was aware of some major sin in my life. I had come to a stage in my life where there'd been a lot of losses. Uh, And I thought I was dealing with those on a conscious level, but at another level, I was really suffering anxiety condition. I just want to give hope to people who suffer from this condition. It is a tough one to suffer from, that uh, there are folk who can help you. Sometimes you'll even doubt yourself if, uh, where is God in this? If God is there and he's promised peace of heart and mind, then why can't we have it? And that can be difficult for the individual who suffers anxiety. I think if they know that um, Jesus is with us in it, in this understanding how we feel and uh, always encouraging us. And it may be that we'll go the way of uh, medication or drugs, as Steve said. And there's some good ones on the market uh, that your doctor can prescribe. That can give you a baseline. And when you're feeling a little a little stronger, using some of the techniques we can teach you in therapy, um, there'll come a time when they can possibly come off their medication. But let that be gradual when their health professionals feel that uh, that's helpful. Thank you, Julie. Jenny and Steve for sharing with us today. Steve, in closing, what would you say to someone suffering anxiety? It's horrible what you experience with anxious fears or and anxiety attacks is horrible and strange and just frightening in itself and not know what's going on. But you can come to terms with it and it might take a long time. Many people experience different levels of anxiety and some debilitating anxiety. And so you're not alone. You can seek help and in time you can come to a point of accepting of it and, and learning how to not let it drive your life or cripple you to the extent that it could. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about managing anxiety, 
go to messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. Or for a free booklet, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. I'm Richard Fox. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.